Welcome to Love Drops, where your hosts, Charles and Diane, will share stories and reflections on inspirational topics taken from their own personal journey and world events. We'll also include nightly guest segments with special guests from all All around around the world. world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the the show. Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Charles and Diane. We decided to spotlight couples for the month of February with the theme, This Is Us. Thanks to our amazing couples for saying yes. One love to Rachel and Rob, Denise and Alistair, Brianna and Ola, Ashley and Vernell. Truly, it takes a village. So let's conclude with this series, Charles. Sounds like a plan. For Charles and I, Our purpose and ministry never paused in 2020. It actually turned up and got pretty intense. As mentioned in previous episodes, we began to revisit and activate things placed on the shelf, with this podcast being one of those things. You know, Diane, I would have to agree. When many people were on pause, our assignments were getting pretty steady and at times a little faster than we could even handle them. But God. Through it all, we grew stronger, wiser, and clearer. Our faith was tried and tested repeatedly as we processed the news of the loss of loved ones with family and friends over and over again. This can definitely take an emotional toll on you. Therefore, we found ourselves at the ocean side quite frequently, from June 2020. We're actually near the ocean right now. Our happy place is definitely Oceanside. For sure, Charles, and in the midst of this world storm, it's pretty cool to be able to just sit and watch the sunrise and sunset, or walk along the seashore and see a school of dolphins or a seashell tree on the beach. Believe it or not, That's a real thing. Just recently, we saw our first sightings of trees adorned with seashells on the beach. It was pretty awesome. My advice to couples in this time of uncertainty is to find ways to connect with each other every single day. We pray every morning. We laugh often with and at each other. You'd be surprised where a good laugh leads you. And finally, keep talking. Communication is vital. Great tips, Diane. We also have stopped bringing our cell phone to the dinner table. We're mindful to limit the use of cell phones on our beach walks to a few pictures and videos. Guys, flirt with your wives. Make them giggle and surprise them often. 
you'd be surprised at the joy a good foot rub or a cup of coffee, tea, or wine at just the right time can bring. Handwritten notes and cards, movie nights with popcorn and candy, or random hugs and kisses are all very affordable ways to keep your lady smiling. Bottom line, love never fails. However, it's up to the couples to find ways to love one another. Trust, the possibilities are endless, even during a world pandemic. Great job, Charles. And once again, Charles and I would like to thank our featured couples for saying yes to sharing your stories with our listeners. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be guests on the Love Drop Podcast. Now, without further delay, we'd like to welcome our featured guests all the way from California, Ashley and Vernell Hill, to the Love Drop Podcast. Thank you so much, Diane and Charles, for having us on Love Drops. My name is Ashley Hill. I'm Vernell Hill. And this is going to be a little segment about us and our relationship and how we met and stuff like that. So, how did we meet? (laughs) What, is that a a question? Yeah, how did we meet? How did we meet? Go ahead. Um, Ladies first. (laughs) So we met, it's a long story, but I'll try to keep it short. We met some years ago at the gym and I was actually, it was actually at 24 Hour Fitness and I was actually on Stairmaster, my favorite machine. And this guy comes by smiling and cheesing so hard. And I was just wondering like, hey, like, you know, why is he smiling so hard? Um, After I got off the machine, he came over to me, he introduced himself, we exchanged numbers. Um, and that is initially how we met. So we met at the gym. Yep. I mean, I, I have to agree with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, you guys. You want, me to, uh, <laughs> I, you want me to add some extra on that, but honestly, that's kind of clear cut and dry. Yeah. There's more. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll say this because I think this goes into how we met, right? Um, Prior to us meeting at the gym, I I had a dream. Well, let me just preface or frame it by saying uh, I just started my uh, a uh, an entrepreneur journey at the time, and I was extremely focused. And um, yeah, nothing else. I didn't I didn't want any relationships at that time. It was all about building that business and. Um, not being distracted right so i ended up having a dream in december of 2015 and in the dream i was walking in church with a a a woman who was walking in front of me and she was holding a banner that said wife on it and we were kind of walking in front of the church into um, some seats now i saw everything about her i mean i saw her hair her her obviously her height her skin color her side profile her body um 
so I, I had more than enough in, in information about like what she looked like. Uh, but when I woke up from the dream, I was like, okay, is this a sign? Like, is this really a literal dream about me finding my wife or about a wife? Um, so that was a question I kept asking back, back and forth. But the big thing that I couldn't deny that it did for me was it opened up my eyes to actually, uh, you know, being open to seeing um, and meeting a, a, a woman at that time um, because I was not open. So, uh, you know, that that's a good, I guess, frame as to how we met because the gym is was at that time the least likely place I would even be thinking about looking at anybody because I was just going there to, to, to work out. And um, so for me, it was definitely very unusual being on on the treadmill and my honestly I couldn't help but my eyes were open I'm just looking at now every woman I'm walking by to see <laughs> if she looks like the person that was in my dreams it was just this thing that was inside um I, I just couldn't sh turn it off at all so when I'm on the treadmill um actually I think I, I noticed her prior to me being on the treadmill uh getting on the treadmill and then I I, I, I went on my run when I turned around, she was still there on the Stairmaster and I decided to smile at her to see if she was nice. And if she, if she I knew that if she didn't smile, she wasn't nice. And that was not going to be the one, you know, I don't want no mean person. Right. So <laughs> that, uh, it was great. She smiled back and I was actually going to leave. <laughs> I'm still going to leave because she was on the Stairmaster when working out and there was that brief moment where I wanted to talk to her, but it was dangerous, right? It wasn't, the timing wasn't right. She was still in mid-workout and I wasn't going to be awkward and stand there and did that. That would just be weird. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Don't talk to people when they're working out. Yeah, exactly. And and the Stairmaster, that's, that's a, a machine that you're kind of, waiting for disaster if you try to talk while you're on there you, you're gonna fall off it's gonna be awkward um and messy so i with that thought um i wasn't gonna force anything so i literally went to leave and i before leaving the gym kind of on my way to the door like i was really close to the exit just <laughs> had a conversation you know with god like saying um God, if that's the person that you showed me in the dream, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn around one last time. And if that's her, she would not be. And I literally said that verbatim. She would not be on the Stairmaster anymore. Like, sure enough. <laughs> I, I turn around and she's no longer on the Stairmaster. She's literally, not only is she not on the Stairmaster, she's in some corner alone <laughs> stretching and so i was like oh man so yeah i had i had to talk to her at that point and go over the, walk over to her and talk to her yeah so that was in 2015 and so there's a lot more to the story but if you want you can go to our instagram pages yeah we have yeah. a video about the details about right. what happened in our story but it is an amazing story a divine story so check that out 
um but that was in 2015 we didn't officially get together until 2017 um and then we just got married in september of 2019 okay so there's some history there um <laughs> yeah there's there's details that's juicy <laughs> juiciness juiciness all right discuss adjustments we've had to make during lockdown what adjustments do we have to make during lockdown <laughs> i think so before covid or before the pandemic we had our monthly vacations and i think that was probably the biggest adjustment we had to make just because we couldn't have that anymore yeah i mean uh yeah definitely travel plans date plans um it things just shifted right and um not only that our our health and fitness journeys also uh, uh changed at the at that time because all the gyms were closed so i mean we we definitely went on a lot more walks <laughs> oh yeah we sure did we didn't actually walk at all before uh together before the um the lockdown so i, I think that those walks were beneficial they were uh, actually some some good moments for sure uh but but yeah, we it, it did suck that we couldn't um, take our monthly vacations out of town. And so we did have to cancel a couple of trips in the beginning of the pandemic when it first hit. So we did we had a trip to Cancun or Cabo, I can't remember. Cabo. Um, and we didn't go because we were like, okay, we need to be safe. So we just canceled it. It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't upset about it or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but then as a pandemic progress we did actually end up going on a plane yeah um a couple of times a few times actually we did we did i mean besides the vacations being canceled but yeah we did we did for for uh family reasons and we just honestly i i, I just think we weren't scared and and kind of um felt like we could travel with wisdom and uh, uh you know it wasn't it wasn't too bad once we got the first one out the way yeah so i mean i think our plan was when we got off the plane when we landed <laughs> we took all of our clothes off and took a shower that was like the first thing that we did yeah um so and wash the clothes too yeah and wash the clothes so i think that was kind of our routine so it wasn't that scary and everyone had their mask on on a plane and stuff like that so it wasn't really bad yeah. hand sanitized like yeah. crazy you know kept social distancing um so yeah that's what we did yeah um so how do we celebrate special holidays during a pandemic um actually we did celebrate our anniversary so our anniversary was last year we were mm -hmm. married for a year and we actually did go to miami yeah <laughs> miami played. yep yep so um we actually did go out and do that and it was just awesome because tickets were so cheap because of the pandemic <laughs> um it, it you know it was kind of sucked because not everything was open but there was a quite a yeah the, yeah there was a quite a lot open yeah, yeah. <laughs> miami's a different place yeah and, and um i mean we we sat in the movie theater there weren't many people but but stuff actually started to actually open up again out there at that time so that was nice um but yeah it was it was great I don't think we started anything necessarily no. in the pandemic. I think no. what we started was before the pandemic. So there were like no new projects. However, we've had like some conversations about doing some work together. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, we didn't 
didn't start that anything. and that had nothing to do with the pandemic. Yeah. Um Yeah, that has that has nothing to do with the pandemic. So yeah. collectively, individually. Yeah, nothing really. <laughs> but stay tuned though, stay tuned Absolutely. in the future. Some of the advice that I would give is to really rely on uh the strength of communication and and uh developing communication and um i think that uh there's a lot of reasons and ways that people end up getting married right like a lot of journeys of marriage um for us <clears throat> we made sure like we didn't have sex before marriage um and we didn't even kiss when we were engaged or or a couple and the um i think the fruit of that was that our marriage wasn't or our relationship wasn't built around sex and it was built around uh, uh proper communication um or or learning how to communicate strengthening like getting to know each other on a deeper level so fortunately i think we already had that you know journey um in uh, as a part of in, integral as a part of our our relationship but we have seen other marriages actually fall apart during this time and actually end up in in divorce and i think that you know um there's a lot of reasons as why that stuff kind of happens but i would give the advice that you know um in in communicating you know learning your partner giving them the the freedom uh to to be themselves like really really listening to learn not listening to respond or control right but um we're all wired differently and that's something that I think that my wife and I have have really been enjoying like to another level is being able to have a, a, a fresh appreciation of one another like and and our individual ways that we are designed you know that we're wired the the our differences in in our backgrounds but biologically as well and not just biologically in strength man and woman but um biologically in the way our brains work you know we're again wired differently our, our hormones are different um the the way that we view things in life and, and accomplishing things is different so i think that the clash or the the that that turmoil would normally come out during communication or communicating those differences and um you know uh, i think a part of healthy and good communication is actually acceptance you know accepting allowing an, a, the other person to communicate um to speak from the heart speak you know um the their raw truth and accepting who they are and not trying to change them or anything like that but just allow them to be to be themselves yeah i would have to agree so accepting differences but also allowing you know because the pandemic kind of like we were together a lot like way more often than we were used to right so 
you know to be honest and when you're with someone all the time it could be friendships it could be any type of person you know mm-hmm. um that person can get on your nerves a little bit and that's okay and so really allowing for the space to and, and you know us to function independently but also as a unit so i think that's something that we've learned to to give each other space he does his thing i do my thing sometimes and then we do our thing together yeah. so and i don't think there's anything wrong with that absolutely absolutely not I do want to just just elaborate on one thing. So just to kind of uh, uh, talk about the appreciating differences, the example I would give is because it's something I've heard a lot with men um, and, and households where men are raised uh, to be tougher um, and not cry. And I think that that is a part of a... a, a um, I think an error that a lot of people have when it comes to uh, that topic of of allowing others to 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 be the way that they are, the, to be wired the way that they are. So I would not tell uh, my wife, and I would not tell my kids, right, to to stop crying, right, to not just to to. I wouldn't make it bad for them to cry um, because we're all wired differently. Now, me on the other hand, I might not. That might not be my go-to to cry. That's not, I, I have a difficult time. Does that mean that I I don't feel sad for things? No, but I'm, I'm not wired that way. So it wouldn't be wise for me to look at someone else who's crying and, and, and say like, hey, you should not be crying, like, and try to talk them out of that, you know? So I think um, just to kind of give, go a little bit layers, little a little bit deeper on, what that actually looks like to allow others to be to be themselves. Yeah, I'm a yeah. crier, y'all. So. <laughs> yeah, the wifey. He's, he's she, talking she, about me. She'll she'll have a stressful day, <laughs> and she and she has to cry it out. And it it's it's not okay for me to try to talk her out of crying. Right? I can comfort her and um, uh, be a support. But if I'm uncomfortable, which I do get really uncomfortable when she cries, <laughs> I do get uncomfortable. <laughs> but if I make it to where now I'm trying to stop her from crying because I'm uncomfortable, that's not allowing her to to be herself and to be the way that she's wired. And, and that's not okay. And that is always going to create a, a huge conflict because that more goes into biological differences, right? How we're wired. So. Yeah, so really thank you guys for listening to us and our stories. Um, I do have a nonprofit called Magdalena's Daughters, and so uh, we actually work to provide safe homes for female foster youth who are victims or at risk of sex trafficking uh, between the ages of 12 and 18. So if you would like to hear more about that or support, um, please visit us at www.magdalenasdaughters.org or follow us and follow us on Instagram at Magdalena's underscore underscore daughters. And um, I, I'm a businessman, and I say businessman in the true sense. Um, I work with Fortune 500s, Fortune 100 organizations, um, and help the organizations develop. I work with uh, really um, uh, non-disclosure agreement type of projects, really large, um, game-changing projects. Um, I'm in, uh, involved in, in private equity. But I say this and share this because I also... I am uh, providing support to small businesses in consulting. Uh, 
um, to, to because I've noticed that many individuals have dreams and goals of uh, and entrepreneurial uh, visions, but their businesses stay small. Um, they have really big ambitions. They want to scale. They want to uh, make a create a large business, uh, but they don't have the um, the the whether it's the intellectual capital, the networking capital, the financial capital, the the know-how uh, to actually scale. So I, I do provide that. And you can reach me at uh, www.vernellhill.com. That's V-E-R-N-E-L-L. And then heal the easy spelling.com or my Instagram um, if you want to snoop at <laughs> Mr. Dot V Hill. Uh, yeah, and if you if you have any um, you know questions regarding your business, you're an entrepreneur, small business owner uh, about scaling. Uh, I do not work with everyone, um, so we'll we'll go through an initial um, like assessment to make sure there's a fit. But you can definitely reach out in either one of those places. Alrighty, well, you guys take care and you guys be blessed and thrive during this pandemic. <laughs> See you later. Never a second will I waste. Never an opportunity to taste the sweetness of Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. Love never.